the music take your soul let's live in the mood for you what <laughs> what nice <laughs> <laughs> best cold open ever thanks Doug <laughs> you're welcome uh, we're streaming that live I figured. <laughs> yeah, secretly he was just hoping. He's like, I'll just, he'll just, oh, like, yeah. I'll, I'll just ping until shit happens, right? Well, I didn't want it wasted. If I'm going to make a fool of myself, it might <laughs> yeah. as well be streamed on the internet. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think I, I don't think I muted the, um, the heavy intro music, so you might have been lost to the jungle. Okay, beat. good. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Guys, um, we have been recording off the books and haven't been live like we are right now uh, for several weeks to get caught up on content. Technically, there is one episode that is edited, banked, and will drop on the 15th that we never shot live. And it deals with the current situation about what you guys are going to do. Now, it's no shocker that Miros has perished at Dying Floor. <gasps> what? No, I know. <laughs> I blame you, clerics. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> the the flying frog. I should be thanking you. Actually, yeah, yeah. Hero point. No, that's hero, point, uh, hero point. Hero point. Joe. Totally Joe. Perishable. Where's Ryan? No, he's not here now. Okay, cool. Joe, Ryan, uh, Joe, give yourself a hero point for for failing to resurrect the flying fucking frog giant monk <laughs> with his heavy metal, you know, um, sword aloft, goblin on the back. That's a pain in my ass. So. Oh, speak of the devil. There's Gamma right there in chat. Mm. Oh. Anybody want to ask the guru a question? Hi, Gamma. <laughs> Why don't you give this guy enough credit? Um, so, you guys are currently in Acreville and trying to get the assistance. How many words is Jeff going to mess up tonight? Oh, fuck you very much, Gamma. That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the last message he sent me was phonetically broken down the word properly (laughs) spoken of the last word i mangled in the last stream so he's just you know okay very vigilant (laughs) maybe you should send him your text too hey you know what when you guys told (laughs) me what is this lawrence that we're talking about here (laughs) lore lord speech to text is my bane i'm in a hurry I was literally like slapping dishes away and shutting off one computer race down here. And you guys are like, filled our chat with like, oh, I'm like, oh my God, geez, I haven't been looking at this today. And yada, 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 yada type of thing. <laughs> looking through this, 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 this. Um, so let's start there with your background lore. Do you guys even remember which ones you took? We've asked and immediately dismissed them. And I was looking through them again, because in the player's guide, there's a lot about the town. And every time you guys return to the town, I try to read up on some of the people, especially people you haven't met yet. There's some very interesting people that own shops and services they have not met yet that I'm hoping you'll bump into, because they're interesting characters. And uh, they deserve voices. Like, I don't just try to make everyone in town eccentric. They are. They literally say, and -and so-and-so is eccentric. (laughs) All right. And -and (laughs) so-and-so is known for his snappy hat and okay. And then I think this deserves a fun voice. Um... Besides the obvious choice of boost, and oh, I get this feat, there is lore and background to your character. Now, maybe, um, you know, maybe you're waiting for the right conversation to talk a little bit more about your backgrounds with each other. The cousins know each other, right? Um, but every time uh, well, you I guys. Hope they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, distant, distance cousins, right? Um, 
every time you guys come back into town, it's not only a chance for you guys to get to know town better, but a chance for you guys to get to know, you know, each other and the townsfolk to get to know you a bit better. So pulling up a little audio and the town itself of Breach Hill. Um, I'm going to hold over the results of the ritual where you guys could not afford to resurrect, but tried to reincarnate Ryan's character, Miros. And we made jokes about the, uh, it's actually, very, I should make fun of the, the white uh, paint that the UKJ wear because I was reading another adventure and it's, it's like traditional, like it's part of their culture. So in our world, like, yeah, they're like, you know, the cocaine is part of the, <laughs> part of the culture. I guess we could just, yeah, we could write it off as that. Um, and you guys had believed we had rolled and everything in the big bomb drop that, you know, what, what body might become walking in the woods it has to be something in the region, but there are races out there that I skipped over, um, that could be anywhere. You know, sure, they're more common in some regions, but they can, you know, they can be anywhere. Um, and after our botched episode, you know, the one we were doing uh, where there was no audio halfway through or my audio and everything. And like, I think we mentioned it to the audience, but didn't totally get into it. Um, I called up Messina the other day and I said, you know, while you're abroad and don't have a proper mic set up and we were the, using your crappy Bose uh, headset mics and it sounded like you were in your Star Wars helmet. You know, your soul is detached, and this could be like your disembodied soul. So, you know, I'll get some lines out of you. You get a chance to play tonight, and he'll show up later. Um, but when he shows, we'll get into that. So, whether the ritual was successful or not, you don't instantly get a friend back. Even if it's successful, it could be weeks. We have to fight him to the death first. Oh, <laughs> there can only be one. We don't like we don't like your new look, dude. Try again. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no. You said you don't get your friend back first. I just was twisting. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, careful what you wish for. Uh, well, spe speaking, he comes back to hunt us down. Uh, speaking of Doug, eventually you guys are going to want to because you're in Eckerville, go to the portal and go back to Breach Hill and resupply and you know kind of thing, right? So, um, if the ritual fails, would you guys hold a funeral rite there, or would you take the body back? And if it succeeds... I'd take it back. I'd have to take it back. Right. And even, even if it succeeds, right? Okay, you know, your Miros is in the mail. What do you do with the original <laughs> body? Does the, no, seriously, Joe, does the ritual destroy the original body? Uh, I that's a very good question. You know, yeah, I don't never read it so. that far. Like, because it just says that it takes your I soul and so. puts it in a new body. Is it not dwarven <laughs> tradition for you to take the body home and then you got to convince his mom or just new people that's like we saw the body go up the mountain? No, 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 no. This mirror's over here. Guy flying ten feet off the ground like he's got a jetpack. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's yeah. a Strix now. Are they you know, what the hell? Well, the dwarves do believe in reincarnation. It probably wouldn't be that big of a stretch because it's happened before in their like history pantheon like yeah yeah actually his mom would just give him shit for dying yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like it's a new it's a new new kid to yell at right you know not so happy that you know that he's alive in some sort of weird form just give him shit for you know laying down on the job and selling the name and and oh 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 i know a certain sorcerer's in trouble she's gonna kill you <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. the the remains of the original body are still there. Awesome. Because it's just his soul that leaves and goes right. to Inu. So, while Miros' soul is abroad, and the gods decide whether or not to take your offering, might even have a little bartering about. Now imagine, this is something that occurred to me very recently. Imagine you cast Reincarnate. Okay? And you say, oh, Dwarven God, Sword and Soul, right? Or, oh, Caden Kalilian, or, oh, Gods of the Elves. I mean, they're the ones doing the ritual. Oh, Gods of the Elves, please take this soul and reform it into something, okay? And you roll in the random chart, Wheel of Life, right? And, uh, you know, comes up, bing, race X. Cool. And then the god of race X goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to stick a dwarven soul into one of my people? I don't care if he's in a coma. Or, or you just want me to form one of my people because the gods make those people, right? Like, you want me to just form a person and not put one of my people's souls in it? That's going to be quite the appeasement role for a bunch of jungle native Yukajate elves to convince a dwarven soul and the dwarven god and the gods of race X to hash out a deal. That's going to take a couple extra kilos. I'm just saying. <laughs> Now, all that's on the table and happening going down, you guys still have a body. And they say, we will not know the results of your cashier's check until... No, the body <laughs> will definitely have to go back. It, right. At least get to get dropped off and entombed at our... Right. In our in there are catacombs underneath the, the keep, our which is probably what... Yeah, that's probably what we do. Okay. We've got the room. Okay. No, I've said short on the mo- mic... Uh, tall on the mic close to the mic i've never seen this and i didn't notice because there's contrast okay doug and i are centered on the camera matt you're a little short on the camera and joe you're a little tall on the camera <laughs> and i got a gallery shot going here i'm just like huh. oh you know why it's actually because i adjusted my camera for my interview this afternoon you want to be short no i wanted to cut off some stuff in the background hey so they didn't see it <laughs> I, I'm so glad we have more people than just Gamma in the chat. We have Explosion. He's actually a Star Wars fan watching Age of Asses. And he says, let's be real. Jeff's going to screw up all the work. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> really? You're totally right, chat. You're totally right. <laughs> well, thank you, Sean. I, sorry. I, 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 we're just getting to know each, this, this new fan. I don't feel comfortable just swearing directly at him. Like we've known, we've known Alan forever. He's like fan number one. Actually, Probably fan number. I don't know who came first, the chicken or the Doug. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Because uh, I, I found, I found Coop, Alan J. Cooper, Coop, Gammonite on. I mean, Facebook was spamming us there. From and you, you from like on. a scientific perspective, it had to be the egg. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm just. It had to. Can you? Do you guys know how long you've been listening to the show? Right. I started in. Well, I, I can only talk about it in um, terms of the other show that I followed. Uh, season two of that. So I guess <laughs> five five years ago, four years ago, five years okay. ago. Sorry, I'm I, we're really getting off track here. Yep. Welcome one and all. We're, we're trying to do live shows again Friday. And 
you're uh, you're in for a treat because you get to see everything early. Now we do edit and we do add, especially sound effects and some things, to these shows and re-upload those videos to YouTube so you get a more polished product. The MP3 that we finally chuck out later uh, to all our podcatchers again is gone over. Maybe not for cutting and editing, but definitely for audio quality and leveling and a bunch of stuff. So, but you show Friday, you get spoilers because you're seeing this as it happens as we play. You get to know before anybody else. And that's why we have a spoiler channel now in our Discord. <laughs> Could you imagine if we had gone live for that whole spiel that we lost the audio for? <laughs> yeah, somebody was spoiling. Gamma would have gone five minutes in. Gamma would have said, hey, dude, no audio. You know how many times we, he saved us? <laughs> that is true. Uh, we, we recorded. That is like, that's true. one of the reasons we were going live again, because I lost an entire <laughs> 90 minutes because there was no one live going, dude, hello, cannot hear yep. you. And of, to the podcasting of, audience, that was the best episode we have ever partially recorded. <laughs> I was, there was, it was some... so good. There was so much <laughs> RP, especially from you, Joe. Joe yeah, was the star <laughs> of the show that night. Just I, want to um, let the audience know what they Now I want you to make a character like that. <laughs> That's true. I do want to see him. We actually got, we got Joe to play his own deity. We got Joe to play, uh, you know, like a beach bum club hopping version of... Uh, CC himself. Anyway. Oh, come on, say the whole thing, Jeff. No, no. <laughs> got people waiting to hear you butcher words in chat. <laughs> I like CC. It's good. Do you like CC? CC? Caden oh, uh, Kalilian? Is yeah, that yeah. how it is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, look, there's Ryan. Hang on. Oh. oh. <laughs> the savior is Sorry, here. Sorry, I can't talk <laughs> now. Bring, 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 bring. Nice segue. Get in here. Get in here. <laughs> Dude, am I glad oh, no. to see you? <laughs> probably need the other background don't you speaking of going from flying oh, frogs to he does, yeah he doesn't have it you gotta send it to him Matt yeah I'm All just right. looking All I'm right. looking I, I feel bad for the dude listening in his car you know he's going along going okay 23 minutes and what happens in Breach Hill nothing uh, getting around, getting, <laughs> well, welcome to us <laughs> getting, getting a roundabout way to um, closest living relative is our dwarven sorcerer, Albrecht Stonechucker. What do you want to do with the body? You going to take it back now? Eat it. Yeah, it's got to go back to... You going to eat him? Now, let me just tell you, it is a fine tradition amongst my people to not waste any part. So if you need some jerky, I am your man. Oh, God. Oh, Miro's jerky. <laughs> I, I mean no offense to the, to the rights of your people. Uh, we just we just don't waste anything. There you go. So, um, yeah, he's got to, so you're, like, you're gonna properly, go properly embalm him because I don't want to be carrying a stinking corpse days through the jungle. That's just. So let's talk about like any preservation of, of corpse spells. Anything, uh, Joe? Niles? I'm looking. Vicar Niles, <laughs> right? Okay. Just douse him in more alcohol. He'll ferment his ass. Oh, right? He's fermented from the inside out. He's probably pristine. take a long time to start turning anyways. Speaking <laughs> of looking good, I gotta say, dude, Disneyland took 10 years off that face. You look a lot younger. Uh, you look... Yeah, no, that that was uh, tonight. So, not not the holidays. Oh, little, little trimming accident turned into, oh, might as well get rid of it all. <laughs> so. Oh, the beard. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it's going to be Go look at it funny for a while. So, oh, okay. so yeah, I got a chin kind of. Yeah, no, I got a haircut today as well. Yep. But yeah, at least I got sun, so I'm okay. not as pale mm. <laughs> as usual. 
You can tell by the podcast his lack of beard and my haircut, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've got this faded white, and I thought it was like white stubble, and it, it, it threw me. It is. Actually, you know what threw me? It's you distracted me with the long hair. He's got some long, flowing Aiden hair, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at that, and I'm told, like, look at Matt Mercer over here. Look at him go. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm usually wearing a toque. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think the real problem with making him into any kind of food is to shave him first, says Explosion. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna eat your body, uh, Ryan. I'm just <laughs> And what was in my body? What Not was using your... it anymore. Oh, the, I hear the disembodied soul of Miros floating <laughs> above our heads with crap audio. I remember the old ACI game back in the day when you could eat monsters you killed, yeah, and it would either make you up. sick, make you sick, or give you special powers. There's an anime where he does that, eats the monsters, and he comes back with one arm, a gun, and white hair. Thank oh, you, Gamma. That's, awesome. that's not an anime. Yeah. The heart of the deer makes you faster, stronger. The heart of the stag. Anyway, bear with us for a second there, Ryan. You're dead. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to limit the crap body as much as I can. Oh, he's going to have a big part. You just wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just um, wait till the monologue. And so, <laughs> sorry, I'm, just kinda, I'm trying to go from A to B because if we just like poop to breach hill, there's something important here that I think we're going to miss. So you're going to take the body through the portal as soon as possible. They've cast a ritual. And again, it doesn't matter if it fails or succeeds because you still have to wait. For delivery. <laughs> right? Yep. Okay. And uh, I believe there was a catch of they, they even say, like, we don't know. We don't know if it's successful. We have petitioned the gods, and their response will either be none, or a guy comes walking in the woods 24 hours to three weeks later. Did you already do the rolls for the ritual? Maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly didn't want to reveal anything about Messina being here. Um... So, starting with our absentee, our goblin, are you going to bring him with you into town, and then we'll get back to Aiden, or are you going to leave him here to guard our stuff? You guys might we be able to any, get... We, we, don't, we don't have any stuff left. Well, I just, <laughs> we had to pretty much pawn everything. To okay, do you really want to take your goblin rogue to town? Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, to, to the... Got to refinance guys. somehow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> The vicar needs to check in with Temple and 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 move around, yeah. which yes. which brings I us to the biggest point of my stall: our tourist, has Glug Glug, the orc champion, ever been to a human town? Have yep. you ever traveled outside of the Moagi Expanse? The last time we went to Breach Hill. Yeah, I mean, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I sat him, I sat him down. <laughs> oh right! Oh right! Sorry. Okay. So again, tourist, right? He went right to the hot spot, drank his face off. This is life. These are humans. Drink. You're not missing. Don't wander around. You're not missing anything. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me your backstory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know all that stuff you're asking for. <laughs> and uh, I think we went to the uh, the Elven Town as well at one point, and uh, I was trying to just stay low profile as much as possible, as much as a great big work can. Well, I got to say, um, half orcs are welcome, not necessarily plentiful, but no one's giving you dirty looks. I'm not half orc, so. No, I just mean like, or your yeah, orc, yeah. orc people, you know, like. We're the, not the, all the, the same, Jeff. The, 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 the go to, <laughs> they're just assuming, right? Think of it this right. way humans see a half elf, they think elf, right? So orc or half orc, they just see orc, right? Right. Um, anyway, now, 
my apologies, Doug. Your backstory has been revealed over a drink. It's lovely. <laughs> uh, I'm still waiting. And we have hinted and discussed of like, you know, Niles. But after reading through actually Albrecht's background and Muros's background and Frank's background, you know, there's a lot more there that you guys could play into. Now doors are guarded about their personal life. I'm just reminding you that, you know, whether it's over drinks or whatever. I, especially to connive in GMs. <laughs> well, if, if you're more, I can go get a drink if you guys just want to talk to the audience about, you know, I'll come back in 10 minutes and be like, and that's how I won the war. I'm fine. It's fine. It works for me. I <laughs> love those three page backstories, you know, so you were a princess, but now you're not. You were a slave, but now you're not. You were rich. Now you're not. And now you're looking for adventure. And that's the only thing in your life that has not happened to you yet. And that explains your first level. Get away from my table. <laughs> well, you never do hear about people who uh, who had a happy life and you know, like, hey, Bob, you want to go try and kill a dragon? You know, screw your family and you discuss the farm life you got going on there. Yeah, exactly. That's that's going to be the. Um, sorry, we were talking about an anti-party in another game, and sorry, can't use the S word. Um, so we're going to compose the body as best we can, and alcohol yes. and dried leaves. Wrap yeah. him up so he's nice and moist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right for the for the long journey <laughs> through a portal <laughs> to the portal yeah uh it's only like a day away yep take him to the portal take him through the portal this puts you at hell night keep yep which and we will entomb which, him there <laughs> which because you guys have left theowen who came yep. up with a name do you remember the name of the new castle because if you guys left theowen to deal with all the labor he's been constantly Referring it, and this is Frank's one of his final requests, as Rainbow Sprinkle Unicorns of Castle. was like, do you remember that? Um, he came up with like, um, Unicorn Sprinkles Fart Pants Castle. And he's like, there you go. <laughs> and you guys left Theo unattended for like a month. Wow. Right? So now they're coming up to you going, hey, Mr. Unicorn, could you sign here for this for the slumber? <laughs> hey, Mr. Sprinkles, could you sign here? Because they just assume, you know. Hey, Mr. Hell Knight. Back at the actual keep, when you guys come through the portal, you still haven't cleared. You've decided to keep those stairs peeled. He's yep. just working on the upright, which means you guys got to march all the way out to yep. the bandit camp and then come into town, which means you guys hit town on the north, um, northwest Could you corner. Go through town with the body, or can we not like skirt around town to deliver the body? Deliver it where? To the keep. Oh, no, no, no. Like, you're at the keep. Oh, oh, no, yeah, yeah, no, sorry. So you come out at the bandit camp. I'm assuming you're going to town. If you don't want to go to town, you could just march through the wilderness, right? Straight to the keep. Yeah, straight to the keep. Yeah. Definitely going to do that because we're okay. hauling a body. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hauling through town. Here we okay. go. <laughs> Bring out your dad. So... And by body, you mean me. You know, the ugly big old orc that you're going to have to make excuses for. <laughs> Albrick, Vicar Niles, and Glug Glug solemnly, and a goblin, solemnly carry this bottom, bottom body, bottoms up, fireman carry, it's a Doug thing, um, towards the keep. And as people, laborers, and others, contractors, and Miros' devotees notice you. Oh, no. They, 
they fall silent. They stare. They stop working. They nudge the guy next to them. No one approaches you. They just stop and stare. They can do math, right? Obviously, Miros has decided to, you know, identify as an orc. (laughs) (laughs) And that's okay. His his frog form got real ugly. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because last time, you know, you guys never brought the orc out here. You took him right to town, right to the bar, and then right back out to the wilderness, into the tunnel, right? Yep. Whispers, wonders, and then you are approached by the female goblin leader, wringing her hands a little nervously. She still triggers easy. I don't know why they made her leader. And she just, you know, little green eyebrows raised, comes up to you guys. And they, she just slowly lifts a hand and points at the wrappings. Points at the what? The wrappings. The body. Oh. I'm assuming at this point you guys probably got a cart. That, you load that cart you guys always left out there. You know, something. I would have figured he'd at the very least be on a litter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. A litter box. Yeah, <laughs> sand and incense burning, you know. So it's like yeah, it's actually until, it's, until it we looks, were able to get him embalmed, we definitely put him on a litter box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just 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 rectangle. Looks like a flower box, you know. Just rectangle full of sand, some incense, and something. Somebody throws some sand on Muros. There you go. <laughs> good thing He's you don't have a, a bit whiffy. Yeah, good thing you don't have a cat folk in the party. He'd be fresh. <laughs> um. She approaches you and she asks. What do you do? Ay, lassie. Tis Muros. He didn't make it to our last encounter. Uh, I see. Please, come inside. Um, she talks to a couple of goblins. And, you know, sends one to the back side of the wall where his disciples rigorously train. And a lot of the training, they actually use them to, like, port A to B. So it's leg day, and they'll, like, climb up the cliff with the rock, you know, place it, bring it back down, you know, that kind of thing, right? All, all training, no matter what they do. They've got that dropping a guy off the side of the building. They've invented some kind of crazy pulley system to pull stuff up. The training, you know, collapses half the time, goblin made, but now we already worked out the costs of... Uh, was it cheaper later labor? 75 to 50% labor for goblin later, but 125% of actual um, material cost. Material cost for <laughs> the shit they break, yeah. right? And that worked out. By the time you get through the grim faces, the wonders, the stairs, you know, word spreads rapidly through your keep what has happened. Finally, you come upon Theon. He is looking over plans. With our local dwarf, actually, the stonemason, because we were sticking it to the Pisanis. Right? And uh, he looks up. 
and looks at each of you in turn. And he marches right over to you. And without a word, punches you square in the face, Al. And then embraces you tearfully. Ow. <laughs> and I start the, crying as well. You take the hit. That'll, that'll be one point of damage. He was holding back because he's grieving. <laughs> yeah. No, one point plus 100. <laughs> That's right. right. Plus these gauntlets with gems on the knuckles that the guy forged for me. Check these out. <laughs> yeah, he didn't snap his fingers at you. He's a stonemason. I'm sure his hands yeah. are like freaking yeah. rocks. Yeah. Uh, Theo and punches you in the face, Grim in the face, and then embraces you. Um, and then um, looks over at the body and just places a hand on his chest and strokes his beard. And then when more tears well up, he just drops his head and uh, walks out. Leaving you with a very confused carpenter. No. The the uh, stonemason himself is dwarven, and he acts traditionally. Holds his tongue, bows his head, and waits to be addressed. And if you guys want to pass the body through the office and take him somewhere secure, that's fine. We're out actually in the courtyard, the inner courtyard. Where you not, the was there not a, like, tomb or something down below? Yes, yeah, was yeah. Where we fought, uh, yeah. where I almost died the first time. Yeah, one, one of my so oh, yeah. <laughs> one of my happiest crit card moments. You threw an axe telekinetically, came back and hit Theo in the face. Double crit fail. Love that. I miss these cards. I'm so glad the auxiliary cast aren't pussies like you and actually use them. I mean, uh, so good times. And uh, yes, but that tomb was built for the Hell Knights. I don't think the dwarves would desecrate a tomb by like and this dwarf. You know what I mean? But you I might think. add your own room. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with finding a bare wall, knocking a hole, creating a room, and here is the sublet tomb. Well, down I here think it's tomb. it's a temporary solution because he's got to be carted back to the Five Kings Mountains. Yeah, I'm just saying you shouldn't inter him partially or, or here against Hell Knight or whatever. But down on that level, there's got to be somewhere that's you know an empty room that's not technically a tomb room with a sarcophagi kind of thing. Somewhere to put him. Perfect, they're dry and, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, I believe, you know, free roll without rolling uh, and dwarven lore. Now, I recently found out, thanks to our good friend uh, Drew in the Exerly Party, that if, if I look at the party sheet, I can actually do massive uh, saves, checks, skill checks, perceptions for the party all at once. One click, bang. Oh, that's pretty badass. And I can do them publicly and I can do them privately. Uh-oh. So I might, from now on, instead of me going in the tower, in the tower, in the tower, and we're like five minutes, you guys picking up your dice, putting the tower, and then me going, hmm, one click, I can just go, Vicar Niles, you know this, you know, blah, 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 kind of thing. Um, so we won't see all those 20s you roll the next time. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be less painful, Doug. It'll be right. for, especially yeah, no, for, it was for a 19. Don't worry. It was a 19. It was still a critical. Uh, it's a hit, right? <laughs> By right. any other name. So, um, preparing the body. Uh, now, Vicar Niles has human religion, and you guys have Dwarven religion. Do you actually have any training in Dwarven religion or the occult? Dwarven lore, but not religion, no. Okay. Yeah, well, well, that's 
Now, lore is lore. <laughs> right. Now, I'm just saying, like, untrained, you can make a religion check because this is, or a society check, right? Because every dwarf is taught how their people are interred. But the actual ceremonies, what you should say, what cloth materials you would use, the blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if you guys, if you have the skill to know, then then give me a roll, and then you have the option to, like, delve deeper. Okay. Sound 18 for dwarven lore. Okay. And a 25 for dwarven lore. Okay. Um, so that will cover... <laughs> <No>. the, <laughs> that, that will... <laughs> No, no, he's a cleric that might study other religions. That's that's there's no shame in that. No, it's, I got that with my adopted ancestry. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh. So you know, you, you know how like, know the more. immigration tests are like way harder, and, yeah. and people who actually live in the country wouldn't know all the answers, oh. but people who are just coming are expected to know the answer. Same deal. Yep. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, tourists come to the Corthas and they've like read pamphlets and shit they don't know, and they're like, "Hey, where's the Artesian stone? The, the what? Yeah, it's supposed to be right around here. I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. I live here my whole life." No, no, the artesian well. Oh, you're talking about that pipe in the ditch that's like out of a fed spring and we just go put our water jugs in? Oh, I'm sure it's fine. No need to be tested. You know, They're like, what? Oh, yeah. Pipe in a ditch, man. Right there in Bob Cajun. There you go. Knock yourself out. <laughs> Gampers use it. You know? Anyway. The irony, the day that Joe shaves his freaking beard, he pulls a 25 out of his ass <laughs> <laughs> on Dwarven lore. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <clears throat> There is a transition period, a waiting period, if you will, where the soul might linger and hover around the body as a ritual is performed and the gods are petitioned. The gods can reach your loose soul anywhere. So I would say our disembodied Miros has been witnessing this, watching you guys bump every tree, drop them in the muck to go take a leak all the way through the jungle, all the way through the tunnel, all the way out of town and here, and the rightful reaction of Miros, you know, Theoan, sorry, punching in the face and then crying. And for a moment, his hand, Miros, you're just some disembodied awareness. It's not like you can see them, but it's like you can sense them. You can almost hear them. You feel Theon's presence you haven't felt in a while. You sense his touch. Haven't felt that in a while either, but that's college days, something like that. Um, and as he places his hand on your chest, a connection is made. You feel him near you. You know you're dead because you remember the battle and now you're just sort of void walking. If you, on this empty, I mean, you guys have seen Stranger Things. Whenever she like goes all up in her head, she's on the plane of black water, you know, and the people just appear that are within her sensory range, right? Imagine something like that, but more of a misty mountain gray, stone ground, endless waterfall in the far distance, a misty gray, cloudy mountain kind of thing. And he's on it walking or just sensing. And then out of the mists, you sense, if not see Theon at a litter box, placing his hand on the biggest cat turd. No, wait a minute. That's you wrapped up in ceremony. Okay. <laughs> you have this moment, Miros. What would you do? Would you cry out? Would you comfort? Would you say, oh, hell no. Get me out of that box. Like, you know, what, what would you? Yeah. Permission to unmute, sir. What would what would the disembodied Miros say or do? I, Miros, if he was there, I would just try to put a hand on you and shoulder. Okay. 
This plays out exactly as I said. He places his hand, and as if he can still sense Miros comforting him, causes the tears to well up again, and it's too much for Theon. And he leaves the room. Now you guys are down the tomb. And you witness your cousin and Vicar Niles discussing if it's right to temporarily inter or just rest a dwarven body in a human tomb or human adjacent or tomb adjacent or you know how long do we get the mountain and you like these not every step of the way but big decisions big moments that were a psychic conscience or a heartfelt emotion when a person makes a decision it's like a pulse and you are aware of those pulses and Miros will be somewhat aware of what's going on. Till I stuff you back into another body or, you know, you just go on to the beyond and whatever. <clears throat> but feel free to, you know, witness and float away. I mean, float around as in like ongoing floating, not leave. We try to keep you tethered here. Don't run off. Sail away, sail away, sail away. Sail away, sail I guess that's away, better than you're like away. busting out like Danny Boy or something. <laughs> no, not that. We're not at the funeral, dude. No, no, that was it. You know, we're underground, stone, the scarfagus. This is this funeral. You also didn't have a lot of friends. It's the three of us, right? Um, uh, the goblin gave you guys a reassuring pat on the thigh before you entered the keep, but he had business elsewhere, gone to talk to his brethren or whatever. So. Vicar Niles, 25. This yeah. is this is not disrespectful. This disrespectful as long as you don't lay him in a sarcophagus or leave him too long in a room that technically is the tomb itself. But having him down here in tomb level should be fine. You know, that kind of thing. And they've cleaned the place up a little bit. Right? Okay. Then that's what we will do. Okay. No, do the, you know, make it more like a wake, I guess, since this is a temporary location for him. Don't set up little candles. People want to come visit the dead body. They can come visit the dead body. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's uh, yeah. Um, and he is royalty. <laughs> the, there, there is yeah. Well, shoot, we never got into that. We were just talking about backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to go to the dwarven funeral? It will be held up the mountain. You want to go into the friends and family wake put on by a human cleric? There's no disrespect in doing a somewhat human tradition and and being dwarven woke aware. Sure, very yep. kind of. You. Well, that that and he has his followers. Okay, I probably want to say something to the the body. <laughs> now, is there besides just setting this occasion up or a place up? Would you stay? Would you be the greeter? Would you meet and greet? What would you say? What would you do? You know, if you lean in, full cleric. No, I just lean in, man. I got a hero point. Lean, you know, uh, wagering on this. Let's see what you got. It's, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really, yeah, I, I will stay and do my best. Okay. Can I have a society check? Sure. What do you believe would be nice? How's a seventeen? Not bad. <laughs> Respectable. At least you don't like full pot, right? No crit, no crit fail or fail, right? Okay. Um, diplomacy to, you know, help the grieving. Yeah. To be a kind word, extra drink, you know. 24. Oh, wow. He just, you know, he just keeps the 
You're feeling sad? Have some more to drink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the sympathetic shoulder pats and the, and the half eyes closed nodding and the booze just never stops. And they just, you know, they all talk yep. of Vicar Niles. It's such, such a kind man. Uh, it's a celebration of life, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you guys had removed the distillery here. The cousins oh. are here. <laughs> Drinking and, and, stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, they're well, they're because they're uh, they're setting up and they're working on formulas and stuff. Like we're not ready to to like. We didn't make, move it make, to the keep. We moved it to that hunting camp. Remember? So that we'd have dwarven oh, guards at the entry, the back right. door to at the, the back portal. Entrance. Yeah. Okay, all right. Which is why we kind of decided that we were going to leave the quick path from the keep buried until we can, you know. Better have the work done by secretive dwarven people okay for a secret passageway that leads from now, said keep there the the champion the alchemist and the druid that you brought are not family they're work associates they're good boys they're extended clan you know they're good they're good lads and they bought into your sales pitch come with us we need your skills we will pay you you know they they work for you right now a somber dwarf witnessing their kin dying is still somber but I don't think you get the same reaction of hugs and punches that you would have Theoan. You know what I mean? They just respectfully stop. The, you know, um, maybe in future we'll make this day a holiday at the, at the still. You know, that kind of thing. They take the forge down to half light. They take the brewing down to half steam. I like that. You like the that? dwarven the, the take the forge down to you half like light i like that flag that's good. at half mass thank you that's good very good i'll give myself a gm point for it. Just... <laughs> Jeff, that's a gold a... coin <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it take the forge down to half light take the the big vats down to half steam and a new vat is brought with very special herbs and spices we're not talking Colonel Secret Recipe. We're talking about a very special brew that is imbedded, imbited. <clears throat> there you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm screwing up words <laughs> to chat. Thank you. That is imbited uh, for somber and celebratory occasions. So again, the good stuff, right? But what they do is you guys have brought something down like a keg from the mountain. And it was like, we're going to bust this open when we're up and running you know what i mean like opening day right the only other thing that i could think of that would make the alchemist and the druid and the champion try to make a fresh batch of that is they believe that soon they're going to have to replace it because one of you have fallen and sticking with my hard fast ass rule hard ass rule of no fuck you can't play another dwarf think of something else Unless a reincarnation, which apparently we believe in. <laughs> Fine. I'm going to look that up later. I'm like, hold on. Um, then, yeah. Um, the lads, you know, shut down the still for a day. Draw straws. Who stays, who goes. Fall in line. You know, a company. Pull you aside, have a quick word. Yeah, sorry, boss. Yeah. But they, they don't have to ask. They know who it is. No, just the way you've got them wrapped up. I mean, the blitter box is new. You know, the giggling half-orc. I don't know if he just kind of like, I pulled him, was part of my religion. I don't know. I, who knows? But, um, 
Glug Glug has the weirdest sense of humor. Fucker showed me up in every fight. You get the lure box. Oh, no, no. It's tradition of my people. Yeah. He's an honorary orc now. It's a you know, barbecue. You know, sand pit, right? Anyway, slow roasted. Um, take him out. Um, the look on the goblin in the orc's face says it all. They, you know, they are with you. So, like, again, the guys don't even, you know, don't even blink. Al's pretty charismatic, outspoken, and eccentric dwarf. And the fact we knew we would have to make contacts, human and otherwise, in the city. So why not, you know, an extended guard? You know what I mean? So you're picking up guys with big weapons or whatever. I don't think it would phase them. I don't think they're, you know, these other races that with weapons that guard you, you know, are means to an end. And I don't think these guys would hold them responsible if one of you fell. Irresponsible no, be, would be you two lads, two dwarven lads in the jungle by yourself. What no, could possibly it, happen? It was a glorious battle. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. really was. Well, like. yeah, and, and, that's, and that story can be told over drinks. But first... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it will. Oh, first, Ficker Niles, so fast, sorry, getting caught back up because I forgot where that uh, elk, the still was. Um, Getting caught back up to where we started. Um... The um, this wake that he's performed, you know. Um, Al, do you need time alone, time away, or do you sit through it all? Because you're, you know, you're the family, you're the people that you're the line that gets glad handed by the visitors, right? Yeah. Okay. I think my presence would be required. Okay. What Either is that, your... or, or I let Theo and take the lead, but can I, I was ha- there. Can I have a will save? Will save? Yep. Sure, sure can. Uh, 28. Okay. You're holding your shit together. No tears. Oh, the DC, well, the DC <laughs> as he's in denial. <laughs> then there's, you know, rage. Then there's all the, you know, he's got to go through the five steps. And as long as. No, lo- for dwarves, it's five cases. Yeah, five five kegs. Five kegs. Five kegs. Until he goes through the five kegs and he talks to Keith from grief. Um, hey, man, Human Resources is a dope show. I'm telling you, adult, but very dope. Um, Twenty eight. You're holding it together. They come. You know, the laborers out of respect. The um, I mean, the first to come is obviously the Goblin disciples. If Ryan, when he gets settled and his mic set up, right, wants to forget about coming back as a weird-ass alien creature, wants to f- put down Muros and play one of his own goblin disciples, and we do have a goblin who is a rogue who is also a disciple. So I can see where we might not jump to that. But we're going to lean into the results of the resurrection as opposed to you just picking up on your own disciples, which was on the table before Aiden joined the show. So I'm assuming Aiden joined the show and then archetyping into Monk and becoming your first disciple, your main guy, kind of takes you playing another goblin monk off the table. Yes? Correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan? Yeah. Okay. I'm getting nods. Now he's just afraid. <laughs> he's just afraid to talk. <laughs> you may speak when directly addressed. Oh, crappy Bose microphone. <laughs> He's getting the eyebrow. Those were expensive, motherfucker. Well, maybe the headset was. <laughs> no, I actually got a hand it for it. Ryan's uprooted his life right now. 
for his family, chasing a better job for his family. And the fact that he would even show up and put time aside, I am eternally grateful. But I'm still going to give you shit when I can, so we don't want you to, you know, we want you to have the whole experience. Got to pick on your <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe nice to you. I'm just happy you're here. Any other way, Jeff? <laughs> uh, yeah. um, um, so still waiting for those results. You know, um, you just get a busy signal. The the God's office will call your people. We'll get into that maybe in the next episode. Um, Al's holding his stuff together. Uh, some rolls from Joe. Joe, would you? Uh, Besides setting up, which is a nice gesture, third person, is there anything Vicar would say or do? You know? uh, at, at this moment, no. This no, is our this, f- is, this okay. is more my my speech would be more for tavern ish. Okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> but you're but you're setting the mood. You're helping with the ambience. You're supporting the yeah. family. Okay, no, then that is good. Very good. Um, Al, this is a wake. What do you believe dwarven tradition is? Now it's kind of being mixed with human tradition. Now, you're going to have a dwarven funeral. Like, if the body goes at the man, man, uh, funeral, his actual family will have a real funeral. Yep. And then in a couple of weeks or whatever, you can send them the joyous news that their son is different, changed, embraced a new lifestyle or whatever, but oh, that's on them. Hey, look, the bruise is finally healed, Mom, when how, she pummeled you. And, you know, Be drinking, scowling. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, towards the end of the night, okay, probably bad singing. All right. Now, as much as I'm dying for some RP, I could really see the stoic approach. A lot of silent nodding and eye contact and, and, and drinking and just being in one another's presence. Okay? There are uh, no words. <laughs> the goblins come over and they show Miros, even though he's wrapped up practically mummified in these leaves and alcohol and everything, they show him and speak to him about their progress. How Sensei would be proud. They talk about what, how much, how many stones and weight they can lift. They talk about how they've upped the regiment from 100 squats to 200 a day. All in his name, all in his honor. And how they will continue to teach any and all races that want to know the way of the stone stance the way of Miros. The church, the church of Miros. <laughs> <laughs> it starts here. Give me, give me, give me one other town generation. But as soon as it spreads, we're going full on cult, baby. It's a cult, <laughs> some cult of Miros, right? The, the monk traditions. What are they called? Um, There's several of them. No, I mean, like collectively, what what do you call a monk tradition? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, the monk traditions—that's what—that's what's happening, and it's going to be, and it's going to be weirdly broken because it's going to be run by goblins. It's, it's very interesting. I don't know. I mean, if Taldor, on the border of Kadira, so you have Persia and you have like this old French, Roman, English crap going on, okay, can pull a far-off martial art and put a temple right on the border in the middle of nowhere in this mountain, which eventually starts boiling into this short sword and little uh, buckler shield Taldori martial art tradition, then why not? Like, you got to read it. You got to read it. It's it, it, You got to kind of go from A to B to C to get to D. But that's... What was Miros's tradition? Well, uh, mountain stance. Mountain stance was like it's well, it's a it's a stance, right? So it's, it's a like, stance, like, but there was a tradition that like that's what I'm talking about. The thing that gives you that. 
It's straight up just mountain thing. Like a, it's yeah. one of the first level foreign feats. Yeah, no, I don't think oh, he actually. Okay. He was not part of a monk order. Uh, order. That's it. That's the word. Order. Yeah. yeah right. So we were loosely saying order of well, the chest hair. <laughs> order the libation. Drink, drink, drink. Right. They drink Rogaine straight. Chair just comes out of everywhere. Right. The order of Rogaine. <laughs> the order of. <laughs> anyway. Um, something that we had glossed over, but you know it's what happens the in history? Odor of Miros. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, but you know what happens? If, uh, people like to fill in details if they're not there. So goblins are going to be making shit up about his original order. You know, yeah, the the dwarf that thought he was more comfortable as a goblin. How how flat and wide instead of broccoli shaped his ears were. You know, they're going to like portraits of you and you're going to look more goblin like and less dwarven like, you know, until you're just centuries later. Yeah, you're yeah. going to no, no, end up looking like Grogu. Who are posing if, ever, if we ever pick up a Starfinder game, <laughs> hey, <laughs> that'll give you hey, an opportunity. I actually, um, Joseph Davis, who is starring in our Outlaws of Alkenstar, is a Starfinder nut. And when he gets settled, yeah, that's on the table. It's totally on the table if you Sweet. guys want to do it. I don't know. I'm I'm on the table about the system. It's weird. It's cool, but it's weird. It's, it's it's a little. It's like three, like last first edition, but it's like first edition 1.5 because they've added to it. You know what I mean, anyway, um, but I thought we were getting all our sci-fi goodness elsewhere in the show that shall not be named in the presence of he who is Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking very religiously now about everything, you know. That's so it. now now that you're down. In, in the crypts of second. He's still happy about it, though, yeah. you notice. <laughs> He's like, good job. Uh, yeah, He's like, Damn right. <laughs> and yet we've managed to almost mention it like a dozen times. Good uh, job, Doug. Uh, got almost. Me on a roll. Almost. <laughs> almost. Um, keeping your stuff together, getting the drinks going. Uh, the lads um, ask you, you know, where, you know, their, um, shall we say, um, reception will be held here at the Keep, back in town. Back at the actual brewery, small group, doors only in the body. Like, you know, is this like a life day thing where you need a Wookiee and you just prop the guy up like a Mexican in the corner? Like, what are we doing here with this? <laughs> that's, that's it. Give you respects and celebration of life. <laughs> yeah. yes. it's, and it's not pour one out, it's pour one on top of because his body yeah. needs to absorb it. We got to keep him moist. It's a long trip up the mountain. Yep. Yeah. And then probably. I think we'd probably have to send Theon with it. See, we mentioned Star Wars, Starfinder, and someone in chat says, yeah, but is it as fun as Star... Wait a minute, that, that's Escatoni. That's Doug! Doug, would you... <laughs> <laughs> trying to get some I've fans... I've been so over. good <laughs> staying on mute. I've kept my mouth quiet, and I was just trying to have an outlet. Don't hate me, Joe. No, no, I actually... I, I appreciate you monitoring the chat and, uh, and keeping... Uh, the watchers watched. Um, sorry, you were saying, Al? Uh, yeah, we're, prob we're probably going to have to send Theon back th with him. Uh, I'm far too busy to have to break the news to his parents. <laughs> and, okay. And, you know. No, um, you know, um, Frank is on Horizon that, that seems to get further every year. So having his character temporarily written out. So you don't conveniently have somebody making all the right decisions. Now we can leave someone that's going to make bad decisions in charge. I like this. Yep. Um, so we send Theon with the body. Yep. And yep. maybe one of the lads. 
and the probably the, the a couple champion? of his that and maybe a couple of his of uh Muros's disciples disciples yeah to protect yes mom will be so proud you know my son went a pilgrimage. Out. hey you know what if they're serious about it <laughs> they're warriors <laughs> so there's no type of uh hmm xenophobia racism like the generation and oh, the generation, no, no, the generation no. before <laughs> what are you, you know, talking about mom and grandpa oh yeah they're very open-minded about other races and, uh, they're not first edition they're red box you know my mom came out of the red box you know said some serious misogynistic racist shit that's my grandpa and my mom and, yeah okay we apologize for them at the holiday parties and everything <laughs> um so the wake, uh, the pa- you know, wake passes. You guys are set up for 24 to 48 hours where people can do their work, get off work, come pay their respects, right? In their downtime, sleep, eat, be merry, say kind words to each other, you know, yep. memories and stuff. In the crypt, in the tomb, it is very somber. It doesn't seem like the place to start striking up, you know, conversations like a reception about stories of Muros. So they keep it in line. They like show the muscles and they, you know, they, they do the regular kind of thing. And, um, it's so weird watching Ryan just like turn it, get up and walk away into the distance and get smaller. Cause I'm used to him being the basement where he has to go sideways like the rest of us. I just saw him get up, spin in the chair and then away. like walk off, go toward the light, Ryan. No, don't. We need you. We need your soul for the next character. Wait, come back. Don't go towards the light. Motherfucker. All right. Coming back. <laughs> oh, good face. I'm sorry. The spirit needed a spirit. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Look, I'm glad you stayed in gallery mode because he never pulled <laughs> pulled focus. Yeah. No, that's good. So we get to see it. Um, we're trying some new things. We're going to try gallery for main and then single for battle and stuff. And so, um, what's the next step for you guys? Let's say let's say a day or so go by and you guys have, you know, observed the wake. You know? There's enough alcohol that all you can smell is like rotting alcohol as opposed to rotting Miro. So uh you guys make arrangements with Theo. He departs yep. with uh the champion. Okay. Play, right? Um played by Tim, the Aussie, right? Your yep. your Aussie cousin, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah, the Arnold guy. Yep. Yeah. No, no, no. That's that's <laughs> no. your druid. Arnie, oh, Arnie is your mushroom recipe brewmaster, and the alchemist is the brewmaster, and you guys can't, you need those two. And our champion is just like, you know, and holy blessing, and guard them, right? So it's like, yeah. okay, let's take our, you know, now Theo's no schlep, he's our finest warrior, right? And with the champion at his side, that body is going to get home in short time, and might be covered in blood and guts, and you know, Miros' last battle, we used him in the battle, we threw him at the bad guys, and Miros is still fighting on. He'd be so right. proud. Yeah, looks worse. Than, <laughs> he looked worse than Bernie after the second movie. By the time we get his body up that mountain, but he fought every inch of the way. You know. When we chucked him out that window, that's exactly. <laughs> just, when he landed on those other orcs, you know, damn. Yeah, and we call him Bernie from now on. I know, right? Bernie. Miros, Miros Bernie. Yeah, his, his middle name is Bernie. No, Bernie's still not. making a little grapple check. <laughs> Well, we've got unfinished business back there. We're gonna have to. Yeah, get we do. There. I think we're gonna. Need yeah, to. we do have to get back, but we should probably resupply. I think I would be a good it. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, gonna be a little bit of the hard part. Day three. 
Resupply, yeah, we got basic stuff, but anything big? Nope. We have no money. Yeah, you guys, didn't you yeah, guys we, like we're, spend we're every every Very last true. dime on on these? Could, there was no diamond yeah. dust. Carnation. You guys had to buy like cocaine yeah. to get the clerics yeah. <laughs> Cocaine, fantasy cocaine. Let Fan- me just clean fantasy. this up for the yeah. audience. So it's a challenge. It's, it's diamond dust. Challenge. I mean, it's, it's kids. It's kids cocaine. They, they call it diamond dust. You know, we need five hundred gold pieces worth of diamond dust. What are you going to do with it? Oh, you're going to enlighten yourselves to call the gods. Okay. <laughs> Can I do a line of that diamond dust to help you guys? Eight another? Eight another? Eight another? All right. It's a different system. Fuck alcohol. Joe's got a brand new colon. Next thing you know, he's like, (laughs) he he switches the dwarven for UKJ ancestry and he's wearing the paint. Jeff complains about how long it takes to get through combat rounds. Imagine if if all of us were just like, okay, we're through. All right, pal chicks. (laughs) You guys were hyped up on diamond dust? Secret word. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys head back into town, yes? Get a little something, something? Uh, there's nothing really to get except for, like, basic supplies, which we should be able to get at the keep. Like yeah, rations and stuff like that. Like, or Acrovale. Yeah. This is just because we have, like, I, zero I cash. take the so. opportunity to wash my clothing... Uh, okay, that's about all I really need. No, I mean I don't. You know, okay. I, I that's I don't have very high needs and very seldom in all right a city. On the third day, a little late for the wake, um, and um, you know Theo Theon is like left that morning. Okay, but late morning, early afternoon, uh, a woman shows up at the keep asking for entrance. Explains who she is, and then the laborers, whatever, you know, vouch that uh, Morta Valiskin owns a business in town and is requesting a word with your party. Cool. Sure. Do we have a, an audience chamber set up? Mm-hmm. Sure. Anywhere. You know. <laughs> Any, anywhere in this rubble. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they've been cleaning. Yep. We, we've been gone for like months exploring the jungle, right? How long has it been? Do we have a timeline on that? You were tracking it a little while ago, I remember. Yeah, no, you guys are you guys are beyond 40 days and, and there's like a little bit more, you know, built or whatever. But most of the projects after cleaning and walls are like, they're like five tendies each. So what took us like 20 episodes really is only like half a wall when you get back and you just keep pouring money into it. I do know that um, your money isn't run out. Like there was the investment of cash. Yeah, and we we dumped we, like our first foray of you money came, in. Yeah, and you came back with that four hundred gold piece idol or brick and dumped it at the the stonesmith's feet. He's like, <laughs> "All right, let's go." You know, this is this is half a keep right here. Let's go. Yeah, all right. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah, we walk in and there's off there's offices and there's this and that. You know, like where the warg puppy was found and everything, and the big turtle up the north side there. There's you know, there's chambers galore, and they have brought some basic furniture, wooden table, wooden chair, wooden table, wooden chair for anyone to like sit, rest, eat, right? And they're scattered throughout the keep because people are like working and they don't want to like come back 10 rooms to some big gallery. Yeah, but you figured that we would have something set up as like sure. a kind of permanent office space or at least oh, yeah, Theo yeah, yeah. would have. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. Theo would like the actual space where he had the maps and everything where you found him. Sure. Inside the inner keep, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, just off of the inside of the... Um, 
inner courtyard. Uh, you guys go through doors, and there's all those small chambers, five by tens, ten by tens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The round, the little round beneath the tower point, to, like type of thing. He's turned one of those into office, and you know, doesn't look big on the map, but they're pretty spacious for just like you know six guys and a beer. So yeah, cubby, right? So you find yourselves sitting opposite. You know, they they bring in anyway. Um, tusk head, stone working, right? Rorsk, Axbane, your dwarf. The guy you gave all the money to her, okay? Brings her in and vouches for her. And uh, so, she, you know, she's a businesswoman from town, wants a word, you know, brings her in. So that's how she got admitted. She's not some creepy assassin person. Yeah. However, if it wasn't for a dwarf vouching for this person, okay? Now, he brings her in, but out of dwarven stubbornness and curiosity, unless you dismiss him, he doesn't leave the room. He kind of does that, well, I brought her and I'll see her out and kind of curious, right? So he okay. just he just stands at the door and waits to see what you guys do. Sure. An imposing, tall, black painted building with heavy onyx covered curtain is a home, a place of business. The woman produces a portrait and slides it. A picture of a building. Okay. Morticia. Morta is her name, but Morticia, like Wednesday's mom, is the yep. best best way to describe. I am talking a elaborate morning gown, a very gauzy black veil, and elbow-length black satin gloves. The woman is tall and slim human by the looks of her and an indeterminable age somewhere like older than 40 but less than 70 like it's just she'll move and there's a couple extra wrinkles and yet she is feminine and graceful and seems somewhat spry for someone that you know human being elderly okay anyway she sits she's seated silently pulls out this portrait of a satchel from her satchel slides across the table and lets you guys examine it. This painting is of an imposing black painted building with heavy onyx colored curtains. As if it's self-explanatory, she just waits. Sure. What do you guys do? Hand the picture around. Okay. When it comes back, (laughs) slide it back across the table to her. Alright, um... And... It does, it, it does not need a society check for a local from Breach Hill. Vicar, uh, there is a part of town, okay, if you drawing your attention to the northern east gate, where the river makes that side of town very narrow, two places we don't usually go. Another temple, Shilun style, and Morta's Mortuary. A little L-shaped building tucked against the wall behind a massive courtyard building, kind of out of the way. It's not even on a street. You got to go up an alley to find this place. Adjacent to okay. a wall, tucked beside a huge building, and down an alley between other buildings. It's not even like street side. Some serious Adams family looking shit in this picture. Anyway, she smiles. A thin, yet still gracious smile. Slowly, with two fingers daintily, satin gloves, turn up the gauze veil, but only as far as her nose, so her mouth is exposed. Pale, you believe, blue, gossamer eyes, 
stare at you through this veil. And she finally speaks. I am so sorry for your loss. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Morta Valaskin. Mortician by trade. And she points gracefully at the picture. My home and business. I understand that you have recently suffered a death in your family. And again, my condolences. Now, I am not overly familiar with Dwarven tradition. However, since your fallen comrade was a celebrated hero of Breach Hill, saved many in the arson event and fire of Town Hall, something that could happen to any of us, one never knows what may happen on the morrow. She says wistfully and starts looking adrift. Shakes her head and pulls herself back to the present. Where was I? Ah, yes. I would be happy to offer my business's services at an extremely discounted rate to cover just the bare minimum of costs as a token of my appreciation towards you, your party, and this mighty hero that has fallen. Then she starts looking around and forgetting herself in character. She just starts nodding to herself like she's looking at the renovations like, mm, like we didn't know the place. This looks pretty good. You know, creepy old castle. Look at it. It's pretty nice. <laughs> looking around like, oh, yeah, yeah. I like these guys, you know. Yep. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to come out and talk with us. But our fallen lad is being sent back to the mountain and he'll be entombed. With his family. Of course, of course. I meant no disrespect. None taken. I'm merely offering a wake or a viewing for the good town folk that owe this valiant comrade of ours a chance for them to pay due respect. Did we already send him off? He's already yeah. sent yeah. off. Yeah, he, <laughs> went, he, he got shipped off pure later this morning. <laughs> yeah. The fuckers yep. didn't even use FedEx. He used Theo and Fastness or whatever it was. <laughs> So you're saying you want to drink more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We already had a service here in the keep for him, and unfortunately, you know, dead bodies being what they are, he's been sent on his way already. Her thin smile doesn't become a frown, but it goes flat and a hint of disappointment. I see. Well, if you ever do really long and comfortable pause that I'm not going to role play gods forbid another really long and comfortable pause that I'm not going to role play require my services in the future she just waves a hand at like any of you could die tomorrow <laughs> you know her her eyes just kind of linger on one of you I'm not saying which one Depends which one of you guys pissed me off more. And uh, and then back to you, Al. And says, please, don't hesitate to call. 
she stands up, turns to Rourke, and nods at him like, you know, I'm good to go. Picks up her satchel, like a big bingo purse. And waits to be escorted out by Rorsk. Leaving you the painting on the desk. Ooh. Of her building. Yeah, maybe yeah. she forgot it. <laughs> Business card. <laughs> cool. Okay. You just, I mean, ta- you just take it as a card or a gift. You don't say, oh, excuse me, you left your creepy ass mansion here. Uh, no, but next time I come to town, I will return it to her. Oh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Did I just hit on Al? I left so- a lady leaves something hoping the guy will follow her. And d- Damn. Damn, she's slick. What is it with you dwarves and these creepy elderly women in this town? Uh, this is number two. Uh, all right. All right. Rook sees her out. And there is that, you know, the long black dress you know, tight on the hips and skinny on the waist, and it just does the the weeble wobble out. Anyway, Rorsk gives you guys... Rorsk nods his approval of, like, you heard her out as a fellow respected towns member. You know, he's happy, because he is one of the town. You know what I mean? Uh, Heard her out, very happy about that, and, you know, turned her down, also happy about that. And sees her out. Yep. With with respect, yeah. I mean, it was it was a, a gracious act for her to come and pay her respects, anyways. Even though it was, you know, <laughs> a sales call. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. She traveled alone, eleven hours, eleven miles on foot, yep. all the way out here. Did she? You guys go check. You go check. Maybe there's a black horse and carriage and a vampire drive. Who knows? <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, we'll go check. Okay, for sure. She, look at one of those. Are any of those things? That <laughs> she she has. She's got the black horse and a cart, and the cart is long enough for two coffins abreast. And there's a cloth covering something box shaped back there. I mean, we got to be ready, prepared in case you guys want to jump on this deal. Discount two dwarves, one for one burial. But you know, kind of thing. She's ready to go. But I'm not going to show up with this like wagon, like where you can see the coffins. That'd be disrespectful. There's just two humps in the back. I'm maybe I'm just you know. I, I was definitely uncomfortable as a <laughs> champion during that entire interchange. <laughs> I was very tempted to pull my sun blade. Really? <laughs> be gone, demon! No, no, humans are like this dude. Chuck, calm down, calm down. You think that human's bad, man? Like we, we damn, we got to get you out of your homeland more often because I tell you. <laughs> Not everyone's cool like Niles, you know. He's kind Mortis of like mortuary, eh? Mortis mortuary. Yeah. And I read her description, and I'm like, I've been waiting. It's like, when would you ever go meet Morticia? It's so creeps like, oh, somebody died. Oh well, do you go to town? No, you sure? No. Hmm. Nope. And it's like, well, well then okay. town comes to you. Well, yeah, but the I do have a legit reason. You guys are heroes, yep. right? It's true. If you guys weren't like, if you guys were just some kind of chumps, I'm not going to walk up the freaking hill 11 miles. No, I'm going to bring my cart out here. You know, I'm not so greedy for the dead. People die every day. I'm a very busy woman. But a hero, if she could in turn a hero, that would definitely be street cred, you know, mortis mortuary handle. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it is a business interest, but it's also, you know, you guys have a, enough of a reputation already, right? You're also employing a big chunk of the town right under Persephone's nose. That right? is true. Right? So, and people are saying you're fair employers, you know, 
Theo is firm but fair. Doesn't put up with slacking, you know, kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. And any side talk about goblins? No, goblins are actually part of the infrastructure of the town. Goblins, elves, humans, like your core races from the core book, they actually promote you in the ancestry instruction to play those. And they literally say, these races will be the most rewarding in your end game. And cool. I, didn't, I didn't even push that. I'm just like, what do you guys want to play? And our angle was three dwarves come down the mountains. Like, okay. And we've been picking up misfits from there. Awesome. <laughs> But I will say this, as you guys watch her cart depart over the hill, okay, there is something um, unsettling about her presence. Perhaps someone that, you know, deals with the dead and views it with polite grace, and yet it's just a business, you know what I mean? Nothing against the mortuary business we i actually some of my friends are actual morticians i shit you not i know a whole family that was in the business and i was friends with their son and adjacent and i even know you know um they're good people they're kind people and you gotta have a certain mindset and thick the skin the omens yeah yeah, yeah well, i didn't want to say <laughs> i didn't want to say yeah the omens are lovely people they are yeah. very good people good family um and there's an uh, awesome party here <laughs> their house was crazy it was it's huge anyway sorry <laughs> yeah and through those closed doors there were like coffins in an adjacent dining living room like, it's where we used to go and uh well, it's actually it's where i discovered axis and allies was in his uh, dan's kitchen yeah anyway <laughs> for the record you know, they brought up your names, folks, not me. I'm just trying to be respectful <laughs> to them. But come on, her name's Morta. And they dress yeah, her like no, Morticia. It's like, that is such a good, you know, such a subtle uh, homage. So I had to go right into it. Um. Anyway, but I didn't want to do like the straight up Morticia voice. You know, I'm just trying to go with something that I think would fit. And a, a name like Valiskin, you know. Almost seems, you know what I'm saying. I'm not saying she's the ancient snake lady that's been here for generations. She's just some creepy old broad, but you know, who knows? Thank you, Pathfinder. Snake too. lady, spider lady, yeah, lots oh, of got, creepy ladies. You got Doug jumping. I got, I got Doug shit in his pants. You're afraid of a woman in satin gloves? Okay, man, you're gonna love this town because there's more. <laughs> Um, no, no, I just assumed she was uh, some sort of undead and being a champion for mm. light, I was uncomfortable. Well, let's 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 not assume. Do you have any way of detecting? Uh I would only have I can do detect magic. I don't have detect evil. I have smite evil, uh, and I have sunblade, so but I don't have anything smite that's like evil morta. No, no, she's yes, harder to kill than I thought. She didn't go down easy, so I guess she wasn't evil. I killed she's not evil. Because <laughs> she was harder to kill. If, if I had smite evil up and running, that evil person would have fell like a ton of bricks. But she was actually kind of grisly and chewy and uh, <laughs> maybe didn't go I down made well. a dubious knowledge roll on her. Glug glug the cannibal. You look for your next meal. Um yeah. Let's have that. Haven't had one that of those in a while. Fun. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I had a good old dubious knowledge in a while. Uh, so that would let's just do a like a lore check. Is that what you would say? Um, for, for, those, for those who have forgotten, because when I suddenly twisted at the end, depending. Okay, you want to read dubious knowledge again? 
How it works? Uh, I love this yeah, scale. It's the I best. Unfortunately, just close this. Let me open it back up. Uh, you're a treasure trove of information, but not all of it comes from reputable sources. When you fail, but don't critically fail, a recall knowledge check using any skill. You learn a bit of true knowledge and a bit of erroneous knowledge, but you don't have any way to differentiate between them. Okay, so if you did recall religion and you're trained, you're good. But if you did recall society and you're not trained, you use the dubious knowledge feat skill? Is that right? No, it, it comes into play if he fails the check. Fails any recall knowledge check, whether I'm trained or not. Just any okay, time. So I'm why would you want to take? Why would you want to take that skill? Where's the advantage? There's not really. It's a role play. It's role oh, play. okay. Sorry. I, I thought, no, I thought there had to be some reward to the risk. You know. Uh, well, well, instead you of do failing and learning something. nothing, you get one piece of true information and yeah, one yeah, piece yeah. of false awesome. information, okay. and you okay. have to determine. Like, it's. Okay. It's definitely uh, okay. So not so, an awesome ability. Society, <laughs> no, I'm, I love this. Society <laughs> would cover a lot of who she is, what she does, but you're worried that she's something supernatural, which falls right. under occult or religion. So, right. give me some occult and religion in the tower. Sweet. And let us know what you're trained and untrained in. Religion in the tower. Okay. Untrained occultism. Okay. In the tower. Oh, look at those rolls. Okay. <laughs> um, humans wear black to proudly denote their dark intent. The longer the gown and the bigger the hood, the more evil their hearts. And when it comes to, like, undead... And um, those types of undead that can pass for humans, you know, cowled up ghouls, vampires that can pass, that type of thing, they go the other way. They get into your rich velvet reds and purples and blacks and, you know, like they try to, they try to pick, you know, like the gothic look, right? Okay. Obviously, this woman that I will not say is not giving you the willies. She is straight up a willy maker. Let me rephrase Whoa. that. She is straight, <laughs> <laughs> straight up. Should I make a will I say? Use that. <laughs> yes. that one there. She's a real will maker. <laughs> yeah, and then the orc leans in and goes, yeah, man, she creeps me out too. And there's you know, lots of translation yet again. Um, shit. Sorry. <laughs> Just... <laughs> That's you, man. I know, I know. I, I can keep a straight face in the joke, right? But if you guys laugh, great. If you guys hash it back at me, then it's like suddenly on the audience becomes funny and I have trouble holding it in. But anyway, um, she's just flaunting, flaunting, you know, the evil or the fact that the, her supernatural presence, but you can't seem to identify exactly what she is. Is she undead? Is she supernatural? And to attack prematurely at that willy maker. To be a premature willy. No, no, no. No, no. You don't want that, Orc. You don't want that, Glug I'll, I'll be a I'll be a premature willy. I wonky. really don't know why you get Matt. Why you why do you mute up, man? I just love it when you lose your shit. Just <laughs> <laughs> losing it. This means it. Because so I was you, making noise. Because you um you did not draw your sword. We're not going back in time and saying this encounter no. went down differently. Okay, not at all. No. 
There is something unsettling about this woman. You can't put your finger on it, but the fact that she flaunts the dark gown. I will not put my finger on it. And the fact that she (laughs) says. Did he try to put his finger on it and was unable to? Because then she'd be a ghost. (laughs) Or maybe I tried to put a ring on it. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, we could have a double wedding. You and um, Theo and the the half-elf necromancer, Jake. You're not sure. You guys leave, and only the orc remains staring out that doorway at the cart, right? And the creepiest part, at the very end, the boys have left you alone, glug glug, and you're watching, and you want to see her go, like, like all the way gone, gone, before turning your back. I hate the to la- see her leave. At the la- at, no, it's fine. The last moment, she turns, as if she knows someone's eyes are still upon her. And she nods. For a second, I thought you were like, she turns into a bat. <laughs> I know. No. Well, with that, hate to see you leave, right? She turned around, gave that big booty a slap. You know, that kind of shit. <laughs> but I'd love to watch her go. Go away, evil. Go away. And with all that unawkward, creepy, not really jokefulness, we will see you all next time. <laughs> Trying to build it. That's going to be one of the one times I tried to build up a really good punchline joke or something, and it's just like, we're almost getting there, we're almost getting there, and then no. <laughs> we're almost getting there, and, and, all, and no. And no. Oh, that's okay. Maybe next time. We got close. We missed our exit.